Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. So the gospel is centered in one person, the Son of Jesus Christ. In the beginning, it was the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's Trinity. And that's what it's centered on. And so Paul says, these people came to Christ. And then the, some of the people in church said, no, no, you got to be circumcised. you got to obey the law. you got to eat this kind of food here. And God, they said, you, you can't be saved and just by grace alone. No, 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 there's got to be good works. Well, that's wrong. And so he said, that's no gospel at all. If I move away from Jesus Christ as God and Savior, there's no truth in it. How often do you forget that we're in a spiritual war? There are two realities set before us. One is the physical world and the other is the spiritual world. There's always a battle for every soul. Our enemy, Satan, is deceptively cunning. But he's there always. But rather than try to guess his plans and counter all of his moves, Paul reminds us in the book of Ephesians to simply take up the tools God has given us and stand up to the evil one. We're to be clothed with each piece of God's armor and be ready to fight against Satan and his army of demons. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 12, with our continuing study entitled, Angels, Demons, and People. doing an amazing series called Living in Two Worlds, the Visible and the Invisible. Last weekend, we talked about the role of angels. If you missed it, you need to get online or get you a DVD. The role of angels and people. Now, we learned some principles that's different. I'm giving you every week these same two principles. So I want you to make sure you understand them. Spiritual warfare is real. It's not imaginary. It's not like this church thing. It's outside the church. It's in our world. It's real. And there's eternal consequences to it. It's not just about uh, spiritual kind of thing. No, it's where you're going to spend eternity. There's only two kingdoms in our world. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of Satan. Everybody's born in the kingdom of Satan. And you have to be born again to get to heaven. So the second thing is, it's not just real, it's very personal. It's going to involve you. And we'll see that this morning and actually all the way through the series. And today, this weekend, we're going to discover not what people say, but what the Bible says about the role of demons and people. Now, there's always this dichotomy as we move through. So just listen up this morning. Now, there's an amazing mine in Bolivia. I just saw this about three weeks ago on CNN. It's called the Cerro Rico Mountain. It produces silver. And it's riddled with all kinds of tunnel. And it's, it's very deftly, actually, in the tunnels. Men and boys work there. And there's all kinds of superstition that goes around. And uh, I want you to see what the headline is. It's, it's interesting. 
Cyril Rico, devil worship on the man-eating mountain. Now, watch the dichotomy as I read to you. When they go down into the mine, they pray for Satan to protect them. They actually offer sacrifices to Satan, cocoa leaves, alcohol, cigarettes, to the devil god of the mines called El Tico. So when they go down, they offer sacrifices to the devil. Keep us safe down here. It's a deathly place. When they come up out of the mountain and they go home, they're Catholics and they worship God. Now that's our world. Now why would they do that? Because they don't know the teaching of the word of God. See, our world is confused about what is really real. We'll see that as we go through today. Now, I just got back from Guatemala. I was there doing a pastor's conference. I flew out on Friday, uh, on Tuesday, and flew back, uh, actually, Saturday morning about 1 a.m. And I want to show you some pictures of the team. And if you've never been on a mission trip, you need to go. We have about 35 people. This is the team. And uh, I went to do the pastor's conference. And, and they're uh, doctors, medical people, nurses, PAs, I- interpreters. And they go every day to a, a different city. And that we work with the church there. And I want you to show you the next picture. And they set up this triage area. And people come in, and there's a doctor, an interpreter, uh, or a medical person, an interpreter. And they treat the patient physically, and then they pray for them. The day, this is the first day we were there. I got my old pharmacy skills back in place, kind of working with the meds and stuff. It was cool, what I could remember. Uh, and, and uh, as we work with these people, our team is just an amazing team. They are now in their third, they just finished their third day at three different locations, close to 1,000 people that they treated, and many have come to the Lord. Unbelievable number have come to Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this country, there's great spiritual warfare. You see, in the United States, when we talk about demons, we're kind of thinking movies. But it's very real here, too, just not as prevalent as in foreign places. Many places I've been in India, China, uh, of course, Haiti. And, And when I was there, I got up one morning. My roommate was Alan. While I was there, I heard one morning fireworks, just small fireworks. I think, what? what is that? Next morning, same thing. So I ask about it. Here's what happens. The people... No, there's demons. There's a lot of demon possession down there. And so every morning, they get up and light firecrackers to ward off the demons. The Catholic Church does it. Now, I want to tell you something. Firecrackers don't ward off anything. Well, how could they be deceived? Well, we're going to see today how that looks. You say, well, what's wrong with those people? What's wrong with these people in the mind? They've never been taught the Word of God. That's why we're here. We have a lot to do. You see, that's when we go on a mission trip. We just don't touch them and give them medicine. We give them all kinds of medicine, treat them for all kinds of amazing things. Because they're poor and they, they, they just don't get any medical treatment. The mayor of the towns come out and say, thank you so much. Our people have no treatment. But we don't just treat them physically. We treat them what? Spiritually. Because the greatest need is spiritual. Well, we're going to see this morning as we go through some principles about demons. Some principles about demons. Here we go. Demons are personal spirit beings. Just like last week, when we talked about angels, demons have personality, intellect, emotion, and they have a will. Now, they also, you'll see actually in the teaching when we get to the book of Acts, they can exhibit superhuman strength. 
way beyond the strength of a man, but never more than God, who's all-powerful. They have numbers of names. We'll see that actually as we go through. Demons, unclean spirits, evil spirits, same thing. Now, when we studied angels, we saw that this amazing army of God, the angels, have rank and organization. Demons have rank and organization. It's not just a, a bunch of evil angels out there that just are off doing their own thing. No, it's very organized. This battle is very organized. Notice what Paul says in Ephesians. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood, not like over in the Middle East, but against evil rulers, authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Now, these powers and authorities, that refers to the different ranks and classifications of evil demons. Now, like Satan, sometimes we get this confused. We'll say this, well, the devil made me do it. And then somebody across the the room says, well, the devil made me do it. Well, the devil can only be in one place at one time. So usually the, the influence is not from Satan, it's from his demons. They can only be in one place at one time. But there's millions of them. So that influence is spread throughout the world. Now, what in the world are the demons doing? What, what is their goal? You can write this down this morning. It will make it very clear to you. Demons work in opposition to God's purposes and God's people. Now, why would that be? Well, God's purposes uh, is to win the world for Jesus Christ, to go and make disciples, to help people, to, to love people. And, and God uses God's people to do that. So Satan hates God's principles and his purposes and his plans. We are the ones that carry out the plan. So, of course, this well-organized evil army under the leadership of Satan is here to hinder the spiritual life of you and me, to take us below what is effective, to get us compromised in the world. Now, I'm going to teach on how Satan does that in our lives. He does it with temptations. He knows how to tempt us. He knows how to make sin look good. And then another week, I'm going to talk about where the real battle is. See, the real battle is in our minds. What you think you become. And so we have to take authority over those crazy thoughts that come in and how we can do that. Now, Satan has this amazing bag of tools, if I could put it that way. And I'll give you a lot of the things out of that bag of tools that he uses. It's personal. It's against you. And it's against me. One of those that I'm not going to speak about today, but I'll speak about the next two weeks, is the tool of discouragement. It's a big one. It's the big D. We, we, when we get discouraged because we're looking at the circumstances rather than God, we can't accomplish what he wants. And we kind of want to throw in the towel. And do, So we'll talk about many more of those. But I want to introduce you probably the biggest one that Satan uses against all of us. Here it is. Write it down this morning. Demons seek to extend the kingdom of Satan, especially through deception. 
What is deception? It's very simple. It's the cause to believe what is untrue. We think this is true, but we're deceived. It really isn't true. To be deceived means to, to be led away from the truth without knowing it. To be led away from the truth without knowing it. Think about this. If I knew I was being deceived, I wouldn't be deceived. Does that make sense to you? So Satan uses all kind of lies. He mixes truth with lies and we get deceived. That's why you can see people who worship Satan in the mind, but worship God when they come up top. That's why people light firecrackers to get rid of demons, which does nothing to them. But you and I can be deceived. And there's some amazing warnings in the Bible. Now, one of the things that demons promote is false religion. False religions. As you know, Jesus spoke to us very clearly. There's one way to God through Jesus Christ, the gospel. Now, I want you to turn your Bibles to Galatians, if you will. Galatians chapter 1. Paul is going to warn us about something. This was written 2,000 years ago, but it applies to us right here today at all of our campuses and those of you watching online. It's very, very personal. Now, watch what Paul writes. It's a warning for us. Verse 6. I am astonished that you talking to the church, so quickly are deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and you're turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Now look at me for a moment. Keep your finger right there. I'll finish it. The gospel. What's the gospel? It's simple. Man's sinful. God sent Jesus His son, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, His son, He sent His son to die on the cross so that we might be saved. By grace, I can't work my way to heaven. Many, most people in the world think they're going to get to heaven because they're good enough. No, good people don't go to heaven. Only forgiven people go. So the gospel is centered in one person, the Son of Jesus Christ. In the beginning, there was a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's Trinity. And that's what it's centered on. And so Paul says, these people came to Christ. And then the, some of the people in church said, no, no, you got to be circumcised. You got to obey the law. You got to eat this kind of food here. And you got, they said, you, you can't be saved and just by grace alone. No, no, no. There's got to be good works. Well, that's wrong. And so he said, that's no gospel at all. If I move away from Jesus Christ as God and Savior, there's no truth in it. Now watch what happens. Watch what he says. Which is really no gospel at all. Verse 7. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and trying to pervert, there's a deception, the gospel of Christ. Now watch verse 8 and 9, and you'll see where I'm going with this in a moment. 2,000 years ago, Paul says this, But even if we, a pastor, evangelist, or an angel from heaven, or so-called angel from heaven, remember all angels started in heaven, a third of them became demons, should preach a gospel, the truth about Jesus Christ, other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally Condemned. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ is God 
and he's the only way to God, that what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. So look at me now. What is Paul saying? Paul warns, and we know this is going to happen in end times even more than it's already happened, that there's going to be supernatural appearances by angels. They, they look like angels, but they're demons. See, Satan himself is called an angel of light. He deceives people. And these demons or evil angels are going to deceive humanity by telling them a false gospel, a false thing about Christ. And they're going to teach another gospel. Now, they're, they're not going to get the deception because they're going to think it's supernatural. Again, everything that's supernatural is not from God. Angels that have fallen are demons, and they can do supernatural things. Uh, let me just back up to one thing now. How many of you know that God wants every single person in the world to come to salvation, no matter where they were born, what their skin looks like, if they're pretty or, or whatever, if they're short or tall? He, he wants everybody to come to Christ. How many know that? So I'm going to share with you something. I normally don't do this. I don't talk against things. I just want to, I want us to be known for what we're for. Amen. But sometimes you have to just put the truth where it is. So understand what I'm going to give you this morning. Here's the first thing you want to write down. Muslims and the Mormon religion, both were established by people who said that angels spoke to them. They were not angels. They were demons. I'll prove it to you. So two of the biggest religions in the world... Mormonism, there's many more, I won't go into today, and Islam came because their leader said he received a vision from an angel. Now, Joseph Smith, the Mormons, said he was visited by the angel Moroni. That would be a demon. Muhammad was visited by an angel. He called Gabriel. It was not Gabriel. It was a demon. Both were given visions. Understand what the vision was about. Both were given visions and told that there was no true religion on the world. Everything that was in the world, now Christianity, Judaism, no, 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 it's not true. It's not true. Not only was the religion not true, but their religious book was not right. The Bible was false or not the complete revelation. So what do the Mormons do? They take the Book of Mormon and put it on top, the Bible. Now, you don't see that in their advertisement. What do you see? Because they're very deceptive today. Now what about Islam and the Muslims? Did they use the Bible? No, they have the Quran. There was no true religion, so I'm going to start the true religion. Of course, now we have two lies, two different false religions getting started. And they were not visited by angels, they were visited by demons. But notice what they claim. Remember the gospel is all about Jesus Christ being God. He is God. And the only way to God. Mormons claim that Jesus is not God, but a created spirit brother. So, I mean, the, the Mormon is amazing, the background. They believe God was created. Huh? And he married an actual woman. And from that woman came Jesus. He was created from the birth. And his brother is Satan. Now, when we say that, we go, what? They believe that. How foolish. In the beginning was the Word. He wasn't created. He's always been. Jesus has always been. 
So understand what's happening. Many Mormons don't even understand this. They think, what? That can't be right. So, again, it's about Jesus. Jesus is not God, the Mormons claim. Absolutely not God. Number two, Muslims believe that Jesus is not God. He, of course, isn't God. He's nothing more than a prophet. Now, a good prophet, but when you put Muhammad there, Jesus is always down here. And actually, the Quran will say this. Allah has no sons. Everyone says, we'll hear this in the political statement, Allah and God are the same. They are not the same. Our God has a son. His name is Jesus Christ. You say, well, Pastor Mark, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's deception. It's spiritual deception. And it's Satan's way to thwart the plan of God. They think they're going to go to heaven because you're a Mormon. They think they're going to go to heaven because you're Islam and worship Allah. No, we go to heaven because we worship the one true God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And this is his word. So, you, you see, the battle is real. And it's about people. And they're deceived. Now... Both false religions were started because people were deceived by demons thinking they were angels. And they violate the very truth I just read to you from Paul. What did Paul say? If an angel comes to you and he establishes a truth, and the truth that he gives you is opposite of the truth of Jesus Christ, may they be what? Just wiped off the face of the earth. It spent eternity without God. Now, why would God put that 2,000 years ago in the Bible? Because he knew what was coming. That's our protection. Do you realize how much God loves you this morning? Now, why are we here and we know the truth? Well, we're here so that the world can know the truth. We're not against people, but they have to know the truth. Now, now we come to the real personal part. What about demons and people? First thing you want to write this morning is this. Demons can actually possess, and make sure you circle the word, unbelievers. There are many unbelievers around our world, and when they're possessed by a demon, they're controlled by the demon. Demons want to inhabit people. Actually, they also want to inhabit even animals if they can't get a person. When they do, that person has absolutely no control. That's what the word possessed means. They're totally possessed. They can do nothing about the demon in them. And these demons are able to speak through their victims. We see that in the Bible. You'll see this morning they demonstrate beyond the ability of man power, extraordinary power. Pastor Mark shared a story with us about the Cerro Rico miners. It's a reminder to all of us that spiritual warfare is real with eternal consequences. But we saw that they just didn't understand the truth in God's Word. Pastor Mark reminded us that it's important for Christ followers to continue to go out into the world and spread the gospel. We are also to go to places where darkness prevails and spread the light of Jesus. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. 
To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Now here's Josh with today's message number and title. The title of today's message is Angels, Demons, and People, Part 2. Again, the title of today's message is Angels, Demons, and People, Part 2. Or if you'd like, you can just remember today's date. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time here on Lessons for Living as we continue to venture into the world of Satan and demons. We will learn that Satan's main job is to deceive us with lies and twist the truth of God's Word. Even religions that sound good and they even do good things can be deceived. We will see that demons can possess unbelievers, but demons cannot possess a Christ follower. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us from our series entitled Living in Two Worlds, Visible and Invisible. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His word made flesh in a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord, let us hear your lessons for living 